We would like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some listeners. Thank God it's... And welcome to the Lindley Evans Music Studio at the ABC in Ultimo for another edition of Thank God It's Friday. I'm Richard Glover and this week, please welcome with the music, Baby Et Lulu. And our panel, Jennifer Wong, James O'Loughlin and Gary Eck. And our audience this week, drawn from Wagga Wagga, Central Coast, Dubbo, Trangy, Brewarana and Silicon Valley. But first, as always, here is the news from nowhere. It's Saturday night and we're heading out to see a band. Jocasta has put some effort into her appearance. She has black boots, new black jeans and a fancy top. She's gone to some effort to choose earrings that match the top. By contrast, I've taken no effort at all. <laughs> I have a pair of saggy, daggy jeans which hang off my body like a long, defeated sigh. They are teamed with a T-shirt which features actual food stains. I'm also wearing what a charitable person would call a stylish knitwear top, but which more accurately would be termed a tragic old man's cardigan. <laughs> when we arrive, here's the weird thing. I notice we are not the only couple in such contrasting outfits all the women are smartly turned out. All the men are dressed in clothes that look like they've been pulled out of a skip by passing wildlife. <laughs> You've been to the same place, yeah. It's as if half the crowd, the female half, are attending an upmarket wedding, while the other half, the male half, have been diverted here while on the way to help clean out their neighbour's septic tank. Possibly it would be different with a younger group, I don't know. Most of the men here are, are over 40. They've looked in the mirror and decided there's not much that can be done. Popping on a clean shirt would be like trying to French polish a chipboard wardrobe. It would only serve to highlight the flaws. It is Fashion Week this week, and I know people are happy to criticise the dress rules of other cultures without noting the strange fashion rules of their own. On an Australian beach, for example, rule one, the older the man, the more skimpy the swimming costume. <laughs> Young men in their 20s, trim, taut, etc., get around in voluminous board shorts topped off with a rashy. The body is fine, but hardly any of it is on display. Move on five decades and the men are in their 70s and in their 80s. By this time, the outfit has shrunk to a single revealing pair of ancient sluggos. <laughs> the more horrific the body, the more you get to see of it. <laughs> or in an Australian supermarket, rule one there, the people dressed in gym clothes are the least likely from the look of things to have ever attended a gymnasium. It's a fashion statement, one that can be taken down and used against them. Uh, and what about the clothes we wear to work? Consider the necktie. 
If you wish to work in the professions, it is decreed that you must take some brightly coloured cloth and half strangle yourself with it. The cloth shall be knotted around your neck like a hangman's noose and drawn up tight against your Adam's apple, as if to prove that you're supplicant to the boss. It is also decreed that, if involved in professional work, you shall wear a dark suit, however ludicrously inappropriate to Australian conditions. The safari suit which represented a rare outbreak of common sense, was laughed off the stage following a brief appearance in 1974. Bring it back! Since then, it's been Sauna City, midsummer in Sydney, and the businessmen addressed for an English winter. How weird is that? Men also, due to their innate optimism, tend to buy pants that are one size too small. Just doing up the zip can take hours. Frankly, it would be easier to bring together both sides in the Middle East. <clears throat> if you think we are sometimes a bit taciturn, it's because we're fighting for our next breath. Back at the pub, watching the band, I cast aside my cardigan and attempt a few moves on the dance floor. Jocasta looks mighty fine as she dances. I'm aware that my T-shirt is not only stained, it's also too tight. In a fit of stupidity, I keep buying the slim fit when I'd be better off with the regular, or maybe even the he's let himself go. <laughs> I look around at the other men, all of whom seem to have made the same mistake. At our age, we need to wear something more forgiving, frankly, more concealing. Anyone know where you can buy a bikini for blokes? And that's the news from nowhere. <laughs> have you noticed this, the, the, way, the way women take an effort and men take no effort at all? It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it weird? Yeah, and the, you know we're having the big fashion swap tomorrow. No men are coming. It's only women because the men, the men think, why would, why, why would I swap a shirt like this? I've only had it for twelve years. <laughs> yeah, well, and the older you get, you kind of start thinking, well, how long can I actually wear this for? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. there's a good couple of, you know, yeah. yeah. And it would be a waste to throw it out. It's only got ten holes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, you could do another decade in that one, guys. Oh, that definitely. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But there's a word for it now. It's not, uh, it's not unfashionable. It's sustainable. Mm. So mm. Oh, a bad becomes a good. Uh, yeah. Very yeah. nice. It was, mm. You remember years ago we did a Thank God It's Friday live show and we had slides. Of, we, there was a question about when you, were, when you were 16. And Tommy Dean threw up a slide. And I swear to God, he was absolutely unconscious of this. He was wearing the same T-shirt <laughs> yeah. that he was wearing on stage that night. If, if, if anyone has ever seen Tommy Dean in anything other than a long-sleeve T-shirt underneath a short-sleeve T-shirt, they get a prize. Yeah. Yeah. But who knew it was the same way? There was only one of them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now let's check you up with this week's news. Who says he can't be trumped? when it comes to being badly treated. In fact, the mm. worst treated of anybody. Yeah, yeah. No, this is uh, Donald Trump. A tough week for him, or as the Americans call it, a normal week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he's, uh, this week a number of things happened, accused of trying to obstruct justice by uh, asking the FBI boss to close down an inquiry into his colleagues' Russian links, uh, accused of revealing secrets to the Russian foreign minister, also claimed officials had taken to inserting his name into briefing papers to keep his interest. <laughs> he responded in his speech uh, by saying that no president had ever been Treated as unfairly as him. I'd just like to remind him several of them were shot. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, reasonably. Yeah. JFK got a bullet to the head. Yeah, I, that's I right. Know, I do believe that's not quite fair. Probably Although, that's worse than being yeah. criticised a bit by the Washington Post. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's a bit unfair to Donald Trump. It's like, it's like criticising 
uh, a five-year-old for not being able to fly a plane. He just doesn't have the capacity to do all the stuff you have to do to be president. You know, we're going to be here next week bagging him for something else. I do love the fact that they're trying to insert his name into briefing papers. You'll be visiting Saudi Arabia, uh, a country which in 2009 showed four episodes of The Apprentice starring (laughs) Donald Donald Trump. Trump. (laughs) From there we go to Belgium where 84% of the population know that the American president... Is Donald Trump? <laughs> yeah. So this is this is the most damaging story of them all, in a way. It's that that officials say he won't read a briefing note if he, his name isn't mentioned at least once every paragraph. So they have. If you're from the National Park Service, if you're from the the the, the hospital board, you have to somehow work his name in. Yeah. Well, it's like you know because that speech that he gave was at the uh, was it the Coast Guard cadets? Yeah. And yeah. they actually told him that it was Baywatch. That was the only reason <laughs> <laughs> he turned up because he thought oh, they'll just be running around in swimsuits. I've got to be there. And that's where he famously... I mean, he had a bit of a whine. I mean, it's, it's their graduation day. They're all really proud. It's a big moment. And he just comes out and just whinges yeah. about himself. You know, what does he say? No politician in history has been treated worse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's because there's been no politician in history that's been worse. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's kind of fair. I don't know what his game is, you know. Yeah. It's good, though. He does speak without a, a trace of self-pity. Have you noticed this? It, there's not a trace of self-pity. Trace. It's just extreme self-pity <laughs> from, every, from every possible angle. He also said that um, you can't let your critics and the naysayers get in the way of your dreams, which, oh. is, a, which is a nice little shout-out to all the people who in their dreams are hoping that he will one day be impeached. <laughs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> and, and now it seems that some of the Republicans are actually losing faith in him. And I guess my question to them is, where did they get that faith <laughs> from? What was it that allowed them to have it in the first place? It's great to listen to all those interviews with people like Paul Ryan and, you know, you can see, do you still believe? Yes, I do. <laughs> and you can see the eyes flicking yeah, from side yeah. to side and the, the, the teeth clenching. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, now, who, uh, who now gets a real charge out of seeing the very young use their service? Who gets mm. a real charge? Yeah, well, this is uh, Jetstar have come out with That's their a, new yep. policy, uh, which is basically if you have a, a a baby or under two that sits on your lap, you have to pay for it. Mm. So it's thirty bucks for short haul and fifty bucks for for yeah. long haul. Because those babies are using up a lot of fuel, aren't they? Well, they're look, so heavy. Yeah, they're so heavy. Yeah, I mean, you have to weigh them in when you check in, and you know, just <laughs> one of those things where yeah. you got to put it in the little square. That's quite thing. a big baby. That's That'll a big be sixty dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's got a beard. Are you sure he's under two? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, look, I mean. Yeah, I can kind of sympathise. Like, you know, babies on a plane is slightly worse than snakes on a plane. But <laughs> okay, but, it, okay, but fair enough if you had to give the 50 bucks to the person sitting next to the baby. Well, yeah. That would be fair. Well, maybe, like, maybe, Richard, it's like babies are free if they don't cry. And then there's a loading yeah. if the baby cries during the flight. So you get a bill at the end of it. So they so come teething, up. teething tax. Yeah, it's kind of like, okay, we had four whales, uh, eight screams, seven dribbles, yeah. you know. Um, one vomit. Ex- one vomit. There was, an explosive uh, fast. Yeah, yeah, one massive poo. Uh, that's uh, 400 bucks, thanks. You know. But I, I, I think that's... Uh, that's the thin edge of the wedge, Gary, in that, well, you know, what will be next? So I can't help noticing you're wearing shoes, uh, two of them, in fact. Uh, we do have a shoe <laughs> surcharge, $10 each or 25 for the pair. Um, <laughs> the aircraft has three bathrooms, easy-to-access locations, yours for the very low price of $4.00. 
per minute, $2 extra for number twos. <laughs> and you'll find your the window shades down. But should you want to enjoy the extraordinary views as we pass over the country, I mean, $5 will allow you to unlock them and open them. <laughs> a window tax. They yeah, had yeah. it in... Oh, you want oxygen. Oh, well, that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yes, some of you may be feeling that the air's getting a little bit thin at 28,000 feet. Yeah, yeah. If you'd like to breathe our oxygen yeah. that we're uh, you're pumping it through the cabin, that's just a... Yeah, a you small... probably notice the plane is veering off and uh, plummeting to the earth. That's because you didn't pay for the pilot. And if you'd like to uh, chip in, we can... Uh... I've always felt, you know, since that moment where they started making you print off your own landing, you know, boarding passes at home on your printer using yeah. your yeah. ink. I always, and then now they, now you have to tag your own bags and you have to yeah. pull them on the, the weighing machine and send them off. The, the next thing is they'll, you walk onto the plane and they'll say to the left, if you don't mind, Mr. Yeah. Rick, uh, um, yeah. you're flying us to Melbourne. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're on engineer duty, Mr. Mr. Rick. Yeah, you. It's easy to like dump on Jetstar for this, but I know we just did it. We I know I, I saw that. I was, I was really right good. here. Yeah, I was it right really here. wasn't hard at all. But yeah. to be fair, if you compare it to some of the other ways they charge for excess luggage, uh, thirty dollars is quite reasonable because the amount per kilo for a domestic flight is fifteen dollars. So really, thirty dollars for a baby mm. per kilo is actually mm. a how steal. How much does a baby weigh? Yeah. I don't know how much they weigh. Oh, like about five kilos, six. Yeah. If, you, if you take yeah. it on as like carry on and just put it in the overhead locker. <laughs> oh no, it's it's a bag. It looks like a baby. It's a baby shaped bag. <laughs> oh, but what's next? Like if you're pregnant, will they charge for that as well? Even though the baby's ah, not baby on, on board. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Do they have those sure. stickers at the back but of the you know, plane? I, I guarantee you, Jennifer, Jetstar's just gone. That's awesome. We'll charge. Yeah, for that. Don't, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? As babysitting, that is really cheap. So if you paid someone on the other side of the plane thirty dollars to have yeah. your baby on their lap. If you're flying to Darwin, mm -hmm. $30 for Cheap. a couple of hours yeah. of babysitting, that's a steal. You mean like a flight au pair or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like people nominated. 33F has nominated themselves <laughs> yes, as, a, I'm available. as a flight au pair. I'm, my lap is free. I, I've yes. seen that. I saw it. was. I think it was only a domestic flight, so not very long. And there were, I think, five people, clearly a couple, two kids, yeah. and what appeared to be a nanny. And I was sitting next to them, so the couple got... Two seats and a vacant one between mm. them. The nanny was next to the two kids. Yeah. So there is this outsourcing going to, on. To being seated in the middle of a family with two kids, what did you say to the person at the check-in? <laughs> Were you rude? <laughs> to win that seat. Now, who says they will be returning all the interest the government has shown in them? Oh, this is the story this week. Uh, the banks have said that they're going to fight the government because the government says that there should be a levy and uh, that should be passed on to the consumers and the banks are like, no, 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 what, do you think we're made of money? And um, it hasn't gone down very well. Um, the most beautiful thing about this story is that um, Scott Morrison, when the banks said that they weren't happy with this, he said um, that the blank, the banks, sorry, not the blanks, he pleaded with the banks not to pass the uh, levy on to customers. He told the executives that the public quote already don't like you very much isn't that nice you apply the uh the you know likability thing to convince yeah. people to it's i don't from know. the treasurer who else does that <laughs> not always the most popular <laughs> no, person it's like the pot calling the kettle scott morrison it's uh yes yeah this, the banks always cry poor don't they like they, they don't make you know billions and billions of dollars of profit and they go oh you know we're gonna have to pass yeah. that on to the consumer 30 billion they make 
30 billion, wow. yeah. 30 billion. And pass it on to the consumer. Like, my bank manager actually got a speeding ticket recently and he sent me the infringement. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, I'm going to have to pass it on, you know. We, I can't afford to pay it. I'm sending his kids through school at the moment, you know. It's terrible. I, he I, sends you all his bills, doesn't he? <laughs> he sends all of them. I, I think it is fair to say that this tax is, is very complex. I would like to see simpler taxes on banks and ones that perhaps create some sort of social good. For example, tax them every time they clearly spend more than $100,000 on a logo slash advertising campaign. <laughs> That's really obscure and means nothing. Tax them every time you're doing online baking and it takes the page more than two seconds to load. Right, yeah. Why not a tax there? Tax them every time they send me a statement or something in the mail and then I go, I don't want to get them in the mail anymore. So I go to settings to try and get them to send me on an email and it's too complicated. That should tax involve... Them. Tax yeah, tax them, them yeah. and tax them every time they send a customer a letter that's longer than three sentences or that includes any cross-promotion for... Airlines, particularly mm. Jetstar, wine, or <laughs> anything else. Just tax those bad things. Yeah. Well, the latest Westpac, I think it's Westpac, they're, they're promising if you're pregnant now, they'll give you 20 bucks in 10 years' time or something. Wait, yeah. What? But they should just pay, if you're pregnant now, they should just agree to pay your baby's fees on That's Jetstar. Right. <laughs> exactly. the way to do it. Uh, we have Jennifer Wong, James O'Loughlin, and Gary X. Now, British authorities have warned about an upsurge in what's being called avocado hand. With the new popularity of, of avocados in the UK, it's led to a spike of injuries as people try to remove the seed using the point of a knife and they press too hard. What are some of the injuries that have become common in this country because of the way we live right now? James O'Loughlin. Uh, there are injuries happening to people because of the way we live now. Uh, I think a lot of people are, are cutting or even losing fingers because they try and cook along with MasterChef um, <laughs> at the same pace with the same frantic artificial deadlines with the orchestra playing sort of frantic... <laughs> dun, 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 and that guy going, five minutes to go! And then they quickly cut and it's only 30 seconds to go and people are watching the TV while they do all that. Ah. Oh! So there's That's that. called master, master Chef Hand, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So don't, watch it, but then remember it. Don't do it at the same time. It doesn't work. Uh, there, look, phone forehead, obviously, is when people are walking along, staring at their phone, and just whack into a stop sign or any sort of sign. Uh, the, the more uh, severe variety is, is phone spleen, when they walk across a road, get hit by a car, and their spleen is destroyed. Yeah. And Perhaps less humorous. Yeah, yeah, less, well, clearly by the reaction. Uh, <laughs> and then this one, it's not really injurious to your health, but I've just noticed that it is a modern thing. It's called coffee blank face. Go to any cafe between the hours of 8 and 9.30. You'll see about eight people who have ordered and have bugger all to do for eight minutes until they get their coffee. And you look at their faces and there's just nothing at all there. It's like their whole body is just <laughs> shutting down into a sort of caffeine-depleted weight. They're not talking to each other. They're not oddly looking at their phone. They're just inert pieces of rock until they go, ah, flat white for Joe. And then they're back. So assuming he's a European yeah. person, he is a flat white. Avocado hand, what else? Jennifer? Uh, okay, we've got uh, whiplash uh, from the shock of how expensive everything is, um, <laughs> eye rolling from exposure to the news, uh, rep <laughs> repetitive strain injury that comes from, um, you know, when you're ordering food and the, 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 the sign for what you can order is the writing is too small, so that can happen. Why do they put me why do they print menus now in, in fancy restaurants in Sydney in eight point? I don't know. Maybe ink is expensive. Yeah. I don't know. And why do they why don't they put the dollar sign before the dollar? Why does it say 
steamed avocado mush. Eight. <laughs> Do they think we think it's cents yeah. rather than dollars? Or? Maybe you can, can give them eight of anything. You yeah. can choose your currency. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you here's can... your eight pebbles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eight uh, grams of sand. I'm going to yeah. pay in Chinese currency today, I think. <laughs> um, you've got um, paper cuts. Like, literally, they're just cuts at the paper. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's the most painful one, actually, the paper cuts. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's, that's uh, Gary, yeah, what's, what are the modern injuries? Well, I've never succumbed to avocado hand. Good. Which is, which is, you know, you're describing it's the, uh, like, trying to get the actual seed out. But the real injury is people when they're trying to cut around the circumference yeah, yeah. of the avocado and they don't realise it's too ripe and they slice into the hand. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And one doctor's saying he sees about, like, four avocado hand injuries a week. Yeah. You know? Well, that they're is because the avocado is a bit new to the UK, I think. So I think it's new to the UK. They, they, they're they calling yeah. it, in the UK, they're calling it the uh, guacalips. Um, the guacalips Everyone's going crazy Which is <laughs> I mean it's I such a lame that. I object to that It's missing a syllable I know I know But for the purposes of comedy We can get away with it <laughs> Fine So it's not like Australia Where the consumption of avocado Is so high That young people Can't afford houses well, <laughs> That's right yeah, That's right yeah But it's such a lame injury Isn't it To go to hospital Or emergency And you know What are you in for oh, i got a gunshot wound To the abdomen What about you Oh avocado yeah. <laughs> That's why it, was, they... it was a bit mushy that's know. why they call it the, the guacalypse. They say, I was, they could now... Yeah, it up oh, it was a big, yeah, it was huge. Yeah. I was a victim of the guacalypse. Quick, <laughs> come in. I think that's how smashed avocado was invented. Yes. Someone cut their hand and just started pounding the avocado. And they went, oh, wait a minute, if you put that on toast, that's quite delicious. But I don't know where this fruit Armageddon came from. I mean, people slip on bananas, I guess, is quite dangerous. Yeah. But for me, the, the real kind of real life kind of things it's not fruit related but i've got i've actually got iphone callus fingers yeah. from yeah. really constantly you know so because i'm so popular yeah. yes. <laughs> they're constantly on the phone and just i get i've got you a callus calluses. there and 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 laptop neck has anyone got that you just because you just he's, we're just he's, not he's, designed he's, he's as constantly as ringing his wife saying has anyone booked me for a gig yet <laughs> has anyone booked me for a gig yet yeah, yeah. has anyone cooked me for a yeah yeah, yeah. if i've got an avocado um <laughs> But laptop neck is a big one, I, you know, because we're not designed. We're meant to be hunters and gatherers. We didn't sort of sit down and look at a, you know, a, a slab and, and, yeah, you know. So it's that's a, that's kind of I'm constantly going to the chiropractor. Yeah, know, yeah, your laptop and, and yeah. if you drop one, you know, on your, on your toe, laptop yeah. foot. <laughs> yeah, yep. you you think it would be we would be safer if we were hunting down saber toothed tigers than trying to eat avocado? Well, yeah, well, we're, we're yeah. more designed yeah. for it. Yeah. We well, could own I'm homes not. if we were ch uh, chasing uh, saber-toothed tigers instead of avocados. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We wouldn't. We could yeah. live in a cave, yeah. which is what it's come to. Now, you're going to take on the wheel of death, Mr. Yes, O'Loughlin. I am. Uh, when our lovely audience came here at 5 o'clock, they threw these random topics onto this chocolate wheel. Today's topics are caravans, iPhone updates, Lycra, yoga, Eurovision, bridge, chooks, visions, pamphlets, tacos, curries, Fitbit, convicts, Ballroom dancing, and we're back to caravans. What, what fills you full of fear? James they all fill me with joy. This is the best selection of topics uh, that ever. I've ever seen ever. on the Wheel of you're Death. You're just trying to suck up to the audience so they'll laugh at your jokes. <laughs> I, I know well, where I, you're coming I, I'm from. I'm happy with any of them. All right, round and round and round it goes. Where it stops, nobody knows. Today's topic for James O'Loughlin <coughs> is revealed as... Yoga. <laughs> Yoga. Except yoga. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do yoga. 
I mean, that's not funny, but that is factual. And I hate it. I hate it. I hate it every morning and I can't do it properly. I'm a bit uncoordinated at yoga and it hurts and I don't get any better. And I'm married to someone who does no institutionalised exercise. She does a bit of avocado action. Mm. You know, she slices avocados and uh, she walks uh, to places. Uh, We have (laughs) stairs in our house. And she will not do yoga for a year and then she will put her head on the floor and I will do it every day. I mean, this is more bitter than funny, obviously. (laughs) Uh, And I will do it every day and I don't even get close. So, I mean, I love Lucy and and I spoke about it last time I did The Wheel of Death. But that really irritates me that some people are just naturally flexible. Anyway, on the more broader topic of yoga, it's good for you. And if you don't die, if you don't do it, you'll probably die earlier than if you do do it. There's one thing that if you do it, you'll live longer, apparently. My only yoga teacher. This is the worst thing I did in yoga. I did a yoga class when I was at university and they had this relaxing bit at the end and I was always so knackered. You'd lie down on your back and take deep breaths. And then uh, there was this long silence and things went a bit wobbly. And then all I heard was, don't laugh. He's just relaxed. And then I... (laughs) Realise if I was staring at me, I realised I've been snoring, uh, <laughs> and I'd fallen into a, d- a deep yogic trance, as I <laughs> like to see it. I have levitated once while I was doing yoga. Uh, well, I did it on a roof and I fell, uh, <laughs> but I like to see there's a small amount of, of levitation. I do feel if I keep doing it, so you move from from what they call the gross body, the physical body to the finer mind and I do feel I'll become more evolved and stop swearing in front of the children as much, Um, (laughs) particularly when I do my yoga in the morning when I go, oh, swear word, this is swear word (laughs) crap. So obviously the other swear word has to be worse than crap because I said crap. Uh, (laughs) It's a waste of time and I hate it. And they go, stop, and I say, shut up, go to your room. Uh, And then my wife puts her head on the floor and I cry. So that's really yoga for me. Have you ever done it? No, uh, you, uh, I would do a downward dag, I think. A downward dag. <laughs> a and also all the poses are named after animals and we're supposed to be better than them. Like you don't see a dog doing a human. You know, do they have – they should be trying to – they should be aspiring to be us. Am I wrong? So my message to you is don't be like me. Eat bad food, don't do yoga, die young, you'll be happier than me overall. Even averaged out over my extra five years. And there's a wheel of death, Please. ladies and gentlemen. Does he die? Does he die? It was close. No, he lives. And thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday with Richard Glover. I've never, I've never been tempted. Never, never been tempted. Don't people put their, you know, they put their back out, don't they, all the time? Yeah. Well, it's, it's very dangerous. You hurt James. yourself when you start, but after a while you get used to it, and you actually feel like I didn't do it this morning because I was doing mornings on this very station, yeah, yeah. and and about midday I felt all kind of uh, just. But you've, ad- you've admitted you haven't risen to that higher spiritual state which it's meant to produce. Yeah, that's true, but it still does warm my body up. I feel like I'm, I'm saying good morning to the day with my body when I do it. Have oh, you done the one where you, what's the one where you do the hot yoga where you go into a big room, room, big room mm. where it's like a sauna? Yeah, yeah well, I've so, done, well, I haven't done that officially, but I have done yoga 
in summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the it's latest the thing same. is the latest thing is naked yoga. Have you heard about that? It's I think I don't really? think like the sound. Hey, of what? It. You mean there's another type? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I mean. Whoops. <laughs> now the ABC has been focusing this week on the war on waste uh, and how much food and fashion and plastic is thrown out each week. What waste are you guilty of, and how are you going to reform yourself, Jennifer? I always feel guilty because I don't read the entire newspaper. There are entire sections that don't get read and I, I always feel a little bit guilty about that. The car section, mm-hmm. uh, most sports, mm-hmm. finance. Mm-hmm. Um, you should read the entire <laughs> car section yeah. just to feel better. That's a lot it? of landfill, yeah. isn't it? For it no, is, yeah. it is, it is. It's very sad. Luckily, I love paper mache, so it, <laughs> so it all works out fine. Um, when I'm peeling vegetables, I always think I could do a better job with the pumpkin. Pumpkin is a very difficult mm. vegetable. Yeah. Pineapple um, as well. Pineapple, yes. Yes, yeah. yes, oh, there's the a lot spikes. of waste. Yeah. Yeah. But you think you're cutting off too much? I think yeah. so. Right. I think mm. I could improve my knife skills, a la James's uh, technique before with the with the music, perhaps a bit of a countdown. That bit of a master chef. <laughs> How close do you get to the core in an apple? That's a test. Wow, that's a philosophical question yeah. for another time. Yeah. Um, pretty close. I used to have a friend in high school. He ate the whole thing. Yeah. Wow, that's great. See, my, a member of my family who's not an adult thinks that an apple is eaten when all the skin's gone. It's got its own appeal there, James. Did an apple tree grow out? (laughs) (laughs) Yay! Very good. Yeah. Did an apple tree Richard rolled his eyes at that point. You know (laughs) know it's bad when Richard rolls his eyes at the (laughs) Did did an apple tree grow out of your friend? No, no, but he did live on Apple Tree Drive in Cherry Brook, so there's something there. Wow. Lucky he didn't live on Brick Drive, I guess. I know what you mean when you buy that pumpkin and then you cut it up and there's, you know, you're expecting like, you know, pumpkin forever and there's yeah. like four cubes because yeah. <laughs> you've had to throw everything else out because you couldn't get that. There's like pineapple too. Yeah, pineapple. Yeah. There's what, that? But you could be using that. You could be making soup. You could be doing all sorts. Yeah, well, you, you well, could. Are, are you good with waste, Gary? Uh, look, I'm good at wasting money. And I'm very good. Like Aldi, they love me at Aldi because I just go in there and go, oh, my God, a portable pizza oven, yes! A battery-operated lead guitar. Who wouldn't want one? I want a chainsaw. I do. And, you know, I live in an apartment. What am I going to... What am I going to do with it? And then it's like, you know, council pickup day is, is great because, you know, my wife just gets rid of the portable pizza oven, the chainsaw. The that's how portable it is. That's how portable it is. It's, it's just go. called Aldi day in most suburbs. Aldi day, I know, I know. But I, I do waste. And when I was young, I was terrible at uh, – I'd, I'd waste time. I was very yeah. good at wasting time. You know, I'm a family man now, so I've, I've kind of got better, forced to get better. That helps, doesn't it? Have it does, it but you you, you've got to be much more efficient. But I remember getting up and I think, oh, I've got to go to the bank today. That's my mm-hmm. one job and I have nothing on and so I'd get up well, to and pick you up the receipts from the bank man. Get, yeah pick up the receipts <laughs> but you would spend the <laughs> exactly yeah I've got to help them out again but I would spend the hot thing oh, I better go I'll go a bit later I might have something to eat just watch this program oh, big, oh I've got plenty of time I've got a couple more hours and then by the time you get there it's closed yeah. I spent the whole well, we day. We should explain to, to younger listeners that for most of Australian history, the banks uh, were only open, open for about five minutes. Yeah, you yeah. Know, they would open about one o'clock and yeah. close at five, five past one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's this tiny little window. And you run at lunch hour and they go, oh, no, we shut during lunch, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and then I 
guess the other big thing I do, I, it's not really a waste. It's a kind of almost deliberate waste where I, you know, when you have yogurt or a tub of yogurt and you just leave a little bit left at the bottom so that someone else. Mm-hmm. Ah, someone else finishes it. Finishes it and yeah. has to clean and it up and throw it away. Up, yeah. But, but yeah. you are very efficient. Like at the moment, mm. you are, you are, you brought your son along. You're simultaneously having having great bonding one-on-one time with yeah. your son and being on radio. Yeah, exactly. That's very hard. Dashuk, can you do your homework? <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tend to, I think I waste words. I, I say a lot of words when I could use a few. See? <laughs> I could have just said I waste words. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm better with time at the moment. I, look, I do a community service in our household in that I always finish my dinner because I love, I love eating. And But I've had enough by the time I finish my dinner. But when the kids don't finish their dinner, mm. which is, let me think, all of them every night, uh, I finish all of their dinners, mm. so that's not waste. It just goes on my gut. Mm. No, it so doesn't go on it. your gut. Everyone knows that there's no calories involved if the food is consumed standing up while at the sink. Oh, good. Well, yeah. that's very good. That's calorie-free. I do food. it to such an extent that when one of my kids doesn't finish, the other one will go, just give it to the bin. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> oh, the bin. The, the bin. There is no confusion. None of them walk towards the kitchen bin. So there's, no, there's no dog under you, under no. the table. There's just you yeah, under the table. To the bin. <laughs> oh, that is so tragic. Yeah, isn't it? That's it's terrible. Tragic. Your son would never call you the bin, would you? Yeah, no, exactly. No, he's respectful. He's, said, yeah, yeah. he's doing his French homework. He doesn't like that. <laughs> it's his first time he's seen this show. The, yeah. the, U, the New York Transit Authority, this is true, has started to issue baby on board badges to pregnant women so that people are more likely to offer them a seat. Do you think that's really necessary? Have, have good manners fallen so, so low that you need a badge? And what other badges do you think should be used so we are all aware of each other's status in life? Gary Egg. Well, the baby on board one is a good one, um, but I think there should also be one for the husband that said that says I contributed to that baby on board <laughs> in quite a significant way. You know, I had to plan it. It took time out. I was quite tired. Yeah. It's quite a big badge. Yeah, it is. It's more yeah. of a, like a poster that you hold up when you walk on onto the. So you think the father yeah. deserves a seat? You think some eighty-year-old lady uh, should jump up and yeah, say, "Gary, totally. you know, yeah. you've done your." Oh, work. that was six months ago. I was flat out. I oh, oh what about? Seat. I tried to create a baby last night and I'm really tired. Tired, yeah. yeah. Just truth. I think truthful ones is good too. Like, you know, give me your seat because I'm lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Just a badge like that. I'm lazy. Give yeah. me your seat. Or uh, I'm thinking, or, you know, like Massive Bender last night, still drunk. You know, that, that surely if you have that badge, you deserve a seat. Uh, cre- you know, there could be some creepy ones like uh, get up and nobody gets hurt. <laughs> yeah, that'll Just, work. Yeah, or like, uh, I've been following you. I know where you live. <laughs> Give me your seat. Like one of those badges that people would just kind of freak yeah. out. You'd fit you know. right in on the New York subway. I think I would. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking I might move though. This badge has a pin, it can stab. You know, there's oh, so many variations. Yeah. That is sinister. I, my other badge says I have the Ebola virus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you get the whole carriage to yeah. yourself. And this one's the most creepy. I love Trump. Then everyone just uh, yeah. vanishes. Yeah. Is, is it really necessary of people so, so uh, you know, ill-mannered that they don't automatically offer a, a pregnant? But you don't know. Like someone might be three months pregnant, don't show it, but are really tired, like I think was the case with this woman. So yeah. she would wear the badge and people go, oh, I didn't know, like, realise you were pregnant. You know, have, have a seat. You know, lie down. Here's a 
push, push. There, there is also a view, I suppose, that people are so nervous about saying to a woman, are you pregnant? Yeah, that, In oh, case yeah. she's not. Yeah. Jeez. No. Yeah, that's... Dave, Dave Barry says you should only compliment a woman on her pregnancy if the baby is actually emerging out of her at the time. <laughs> We've well, all done that. It's yeah. all been the worst moment of our lives. I don't want to even think about the time I, I, I did it. I, I don't think it's necessary for anyone in this room. I don't think we... But it's, it is for the bad people. None of us are the bad people. None of the listeners are the bad people. But we all know the bad people and, and, and they need it. Um, I think an I hate standing badge, an I read books badge, I think, I think um, a book readers should get yeah, yeah, priority. Yeah. Well, because it's very hard to read a book standing up, isn't it? it it's yeah. very hard. You can look at your phone standing up and knock your head against things. I don't care. Um, I think, uh, broadening it out a bit, a small talk welcome badge. So, you know, there's all these people in train carriages. I would all move in... away from you, James. Well, that would be fine. <laughs> Because you could have a you could have a small talk not welcome badge, and it would mean that if I saw another person with a small talk welcome badge, I could mm. say, "Hi, how's your day going?" And we could have a little chat and maybe fall in love or something. That would work um, particularly well in the UK. In the UK, people just hate the idea of anyone making eye contact or chatting or anything like that. They're really free. do you, do you know the, mm. the, the the situation? There's a famous situation on a, a London train where two people came in and they had mad, they made mad passionate love in the middle of the train. They were sort of hanging off the, and moving around, and it, it was absolutely amazing. And everyone's just behind their Times newspapers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and they, 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 they spectacular sort of climax to the sexual activity, and, and they're lying there, and the man pulls out a cigarette, and, and the, all the Times newspapers come down. They say it's no smoking. <laughs> <laughs> And then the woman puts on her baby on board badge. <laughs> Just with those baby, you know those baby on board badges, I have never, ever, ever seen, oh, you know, the stickers, mm. a toddler on board Stick it. I'm just wondering what's happened to all those babies. Mm. But it is true, though. That's like, right. What, 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 they disappeared, yeah. yeah. And, and why do we care that there's a baby on board the car? We're going to drive carefully around yeah, that baby. But once right. it's turned two, who cares? who cares? Well, that's right. It doesn't quite like, you know, you see pregnant women, like, if, you know, if they're obviously showing, people might open the door for them. But as soon as they have that child, it's like, get away from me. Like, people, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. actually, that's when you need the help when yeah. you've got the screaming two-year-old. You've got a baby you know. on your lap? Give me 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, to get a seat, um, if you're not pregnant, you mm. could put a, a badge on that says um, juice cleanse. Like I just did a juice cleanse and then everyone would move away because no one oh, wants to yeah. hear about your juice cleanse. <laughs> and people who've just done them really want to tell you that they've just done them. Um, and, and don't you admit stuff when you've done one? Admit stuff? Emit. Emit. Uh, <laughs> like, you know... You admit Perhaps. you've done one and yeah. emit. Yeah, you do, you do. Like, I never thought of it like that, but, yeah, you're right. I, you I just think people who do gen, juice cleanses probably break wind a bit more than the rest yeah. of us. Can I say I don't even know what a juice... What are we talking about? What's a juice you wind? You know when they, like, they, they drink all these different types of juices to detox the body and stuff like that? Well, and that's then not going to work. <laughs> Thank why you. They, why don't they drink water? <laughs> What's wrong with these people? You don't people? have food, you just have juice. Yeah, because you, you need the energy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You should sit next to someone who's wearing this so that you could uh, get some more information on it. Who were the uh, winners and losers of, of this week, mm. Gary Eck? Uh, well, the winners, uh, well, the winner, I thought, was the, the King of uh, Netherlands, who's been uh, yes. 
working as a pilot it's for the a last 21 years. Yeah, t- tell people the story. Well, but, uh, well I did, uh, that's basically the story. He's been, <laughs> you know, secretly working as a pilot, as a co-pilot on uh, KLM Airlines yeah. for the last 21 years. Twice and a week. He, twice a week, yeah. Yeah, jetting off and taking people around and no one had any idea except when they rolled out the red carpet when he went to the toilet. And, you, know, <laughs> you know, things like, your majesty, would you like it? You know, that kind of gave it away. But I and think he, he occasionally made cabinet announcements and, and yeah. very occasionally someone would say, gee, that guy sounds like the king. <laughs> but it would be, I mean, it's a, you can't imagine, you know, the queen flying people around. I mean, that no. would just be, it's so hard to imagine. I mean, I, I, it would a, be on Air Force One. It'd though. be on Air, a bit of a giveaway when, you know, a hand outside the cockpit window <laughs> as, they, as they taxi down the runway. You know. <laughs> My husband and I would like to inform you to fasten your seatbelts. Well, that does sound like the queen, doesn't it? Is that traffic control? One, one <laughs> is on one. One. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One will be landing now. <laughs> but um, we are experiencing a bit of turbulence thanks to Charles's marriage breakup. <laughs> and the loser, uh, the loser is, I, I mean, this guy cops it all the time, but Trump. Uh, because, you know, he actually makes Putin and John, you know, Kim Jong-un look kind of good. Yeah. Like my daughter actually asked me, she said, who do you, she said this as a question, who do you prefer, Donald Trump or Kim Jong-un? And I had to think about that. You had to pause. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, that is a tough question, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't think that's that tough a question. Trump, Trump, even though he's bad, doesn't actually murder his own uncles. Yeah, but give give Trump a chance. <laughs> <laughs> he's working on it, you know. Have you read his tweets at 3am? Everyone must die. Um, <laughs> he's not keen on poor old James Comey, is he? The FBI chief, the former yeah. FBI chief, he's, he's bagging him out every second of the day. It's funny because Trump came on and said, you know what, I, I want to you know, stop these leaks. Where are these leaks coming from? The leaks have got to stop these leaks. He's the one who's leaking everything <laughs> That's right. you know, to the Russians, you know. Because he's like one of those kids who goes, you know, I know something you don't know. I know something. What is it? Okay, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> and then he just blurts it out. I mean, it's it's the guy's just like a child. He's like a little like a little child. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So he's the he's the mm. loser. Winners and losers. Jennifer. Uh, the winners this week um, are avocados. They've just had so much. Publicity yeah, and press. Yeah. What a yeah, great yeah. week to be an avocado. You know, <laughs> all the all of the times that you've been seeing yourself in a magazine spread, if you will. It's just a spread. Um, <laughs> but no, but um, the losers of the week are also avocados because it's a lot of pressure for a fruit that bruises easily to be <laughs> in the news all the time. Thanks for laughing, James. <laughs> it, is a, it is a very annoying fruit, though, isn't it? Because you go to the supermarket and everybody's squeezing them yeah. and, they, and you buy them hard and then you take them home and then you squeeze it too hard. And so you turn around and you go back and it's too hard. And then you... And then you and, and then after about four days of too hard, too hard, too hard, too hard, you turn around for three seconds and you turn back, it's too soft. Yeah. Yeah. How can that be? And then you can't have all the avocados, so you've got to put it in the fridge, but then it goes brown. They've got to, so brown. Yeah. They got to get a lemon to They're squeeze They're temperamental. Lemon. Yeah. yeah. They're a terrible fruit and they yeah. stop young people buying houses. So <laughs> Watch out for the guaca, guacalips. It's hard to say. Who are the winners and losers, James O'Loughlin? Uh, well, my loser is someone associated, I don't know who, someone associated with panic buttons. You know panic buttons when you put them in, in banks and hotels and if they get robbed, you press the button. And imagine you're in that position, like robbers have come in, uh, you need to, you, you've got the panic button there, uh, you need to summon help, you need to summon the police and you've got to remember it's really important you stay calm. Written on every panic button is one word. The word is panic. <laughs> so you look down and go and you're getting this message to panic. It's a very bad design. 
So whoever designed putting the word panic on panic buttons, I think is very no, silly. Why, why are panic buttons in the news? I haven't seen have it. No, they, I was no. just independently oh, okay. researching them. <laughs> <laughs> Quick things I was looking at. I just needed to know about panic buttons. Uh, And uh, the uh, uh, winners, uh, me, because I'm not a bird and my family aren't birds. Uh, Birds, we do this on mornings this morning. Birds, whenever they wake up, sing. And if my family sung whenever they woke up, I'd really hate it. And we're, we're not birds and my family don't. So I feel like a winner. Okay, your, your question on the radio today was why do birds sing and you promised to answer it. Yeah. Why, why do they sing? They sing because they are marking their territory. They're basically saying, Oi, hello, this is where we hang out. This is our, we're here. Yeah, we're the O'Loughlin's, we're here in this mm. tree. Okay. But they mm. do it with singing. I just but, but why do birds suddenly appear every time? <laughs> yeah, I know. I guess they like That's me. That's the bigger question. I guess they like me. <laughs> Please thank Jennifer Wong, James O'Loughlin and Gary Eck. Thank you for being part of Thank God It's Friday. Next week we're live from the Sydney Writers Festival with Anthony Aykroyd, Rebecca DeUnamuno and Tommy Dean. Music next week is going to be from the brilliant Mark Seymour. I'm Richard Glover. Thank God It's Friday!